Um, all right. Well, episode two of the Bucket Seat Podcast. Round two. Round two. Um, I'm here with uh, with Josh Hansen, uh, who's going to be my uh, my trusty co-host. Uh, shotgun. Uh, yeah, calls calls shotgun. And uh, we're excited to uh, to kind of be back. We've got another um, set of topics that we're going to go through and talk about today. Kind of a fun exercise on top of it as well. Um, and we're still just kind of getting used to the mics that we have too. So we're figuring out our levels. I think we're about 10 times as well or 10 times better set up than we were for the first two times we did this. Um, we're actually able to monitor our own levels now. Uh, I don't think that there's going to be any weird effect or delay on our voices anymore. And uh, I think this should be pretty clean. So Josh, welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank you for bringing these delicious beers from Bellwoods Brewery. Uh, whatever, we're drinking a pale ale called Jutsu today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, happy Friday. Um, we, uh, I think the last time we got together to do this, everything was all set up and uh, it was a tough time for me. Um, for everyone listening, if anyone listens to this ever, uh, it was it was tough. I lost my dad um, a couple weeks ago, and it was just before that that we were about to sit down and do this episode again. And we ended up getting into a really good conversation. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. And we just you know we never ended up hitting record, uh, and it was just a it was just a good time, good breather uh, to kind of get away from everything. So we're back at it now. Um, uh, it's a bit of I guess a you know my dad would be happy that I'm continuing on and doing this uh he was really excited about it when i first started telling him that i was going to do this um it's been a long time in the making but um yeah we're back at it there's gonna be lots of episodes i look forward to doing them um in this episode in particular uh there are a couple things that uh, we're going to talk about one is my upcoming trip to japan um so i'm off to uh, tokyo and then guma uh, as a part of my job um uh, on the advertising for Subaru Canada. So I can't really talk too much about the uh, what it is that I'm going to see. I'm sure a lot of people could probably put their, uh, you know, could probably put their best guess forward as to what it might be. But um, just for the sake of my job, uh, I, I won't go into too much detail. But uh, hopefully after I come back, I'll have some really interesting experiences to share. I've never been to Japan. I'm really looking forward to it. For me, Um, And for a lot of the car brands and just cars in general that I've loved my whole life, um, Japan is a super special place and uh, really looking forward to seeing some some interesting stuff. Um, Not to mention, I'll be at Subaru. uh, Well, I guess it's, you know, Fuji Heavy Industries, but it's their um, Subaru head office in Tokyo. It's supposed to be pretty interesting. Um, I get to really get behind the scenes. Um, I will be test driving um a couple of vehicles um some of ours some competitors um on their test track which i'm extra excited about Mm -hmm. um so yeah so trip to japan um really excited about that i leave on tuesday so next week we won't do another episode but hopefully the week after that um, i'll be able to do a little bit of a download on what the trip um what it was like what it ended up being like i mean just the culture alone fascinates me um and i think that side of it's going to be amazing uh like i said the cars i'm really looking forward to and i think that um yeah i think i'll have some fun stories to be able to tell when i get back so stay tuned for uh for our next episode um where you can hear a bit more um in the news 
Um, I was very excited um, to, well, I was at the uh, Canadian International Auto Show, which was about, gosh, what was that? That was on the, that was just before Valentine's Day. Um, and, you know, it ends up being this big event, uh, more so than time for me to walk around, look at cars. Uh, it's very social, you know, you see everybody in the industry and it, it ends up being um, kind of a... Uh, <laughs> kind of it's more of a social event than it is a uh, um, you know a fact-finding mission for what's going on in the auto industry so I was I was disappointed that I wasn't able to go and see the rest of the show afterwards but given my current circumstances I um, I just wasn't able to get back there this year however uh, when we look at the news Josh I was just showing you um, a couple of tabs that I had open here on what I believe is a big step forward for Kia, who I'm not a huge, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of their product, but as they had, I can't remember the guy's name, the, he's a German designer that came from uh, the Audi brand to come and, and, you know, he kind of took over um, from a design perspective. Um, that's terrible that I don't remember his name, but I don't. Uh, and um, it looks like Kia um, is doing a bit for uh, us wagon lovers. Um, and it's their Optima wagon. Um, Josh, what do you think about it? I mean, I, as I was looking at it here, I mean, there's, I, I can see a lot of different cars and a lot of different brands that are very familiar when I look at it. It's a very familiar, there's a, um, from the side profile, definitely looks like a Cadillac to me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A, a little bit. It's funny you say that. I couldn't agree more. Especially the front, uh, the front quarter. But yeah, I, 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 I can't get behind the tailgate. Uh, you'll hear the entirely non-technical point of view from me. <laughs> That's all right. Um, yeah, again, great that Kia's doing it. It's nice to see another wagon, although not surprising considering on the walk over here, I walked past three, um, which is wow. funny, in the block between our houses. Um, uh, three wagons I'd really quite like to have. Um, mm -hmm. No, it's great. It's nice to see they're doing something different. What What's the engine in this? You know what? I don't really know many of the... Um many of the tech specs on it um just I, i've really only seen it from a design perspective like looking at these photos here i don't even think that they oh there they have it down there um so yeah they're, they're talking about it being in europe and now i don't know like you know they the bottom of their statement saying that they they don't know if they're going to offer it in north america however my good friend uh leaf who has a kia store he sent me a text, um, you know, to cheer me up um, not very long ago and said that, um, you know, we're getting uh, an Optima wagon. Hmm. And so, I mean, obviously he understands the product and what's coming, what's coming down the line. And so I imagine that's, um, you know, I, I hope it's a safe bet for me, although I won't buy it. I, and it's, it is a fairly handsome Kia, which is a statement I can't say I've ever made before. Yeah. Um, so Kia, not a big fan of the tri-fog light setup. Oh, it reminds yeah. me of the That's... spider eyes from the that is 4C really... and it's certainly no 4C, but I, again, yeah, not a huge fan. Right. That is, yeah, that is really odd, isn't it? Um, I'll be I honest. I'm just not size. a huge fan of where my headlights are going, period, particularly. Right. Well, okay. A lot that's, of things. that's a good, that's a good segue then into the next vehicle one thing to touch on before leave it did say um a 242 horsepower engine potentially mm. in one of the variants right at the bottom right um 242 and then also a diesel motor but you know we'll never get that in north america yeah no and yeah which is a gas shame. Up, it's too bad yeah <laughs> I think a lot of manufacturers are going to be pretty gun shy um about diesel. any diesel um for a little while at least it's like 
thank you Volkswagen for that. Um, okay. So getting into is what I think the most handsome wagon uh, that I've seen in quite some time, which is Volvo's new V90. Yeah. With the whale mouth. Yes. Very much with the whale mouth. And now, so their headlights on this one, you know, I'm not a huge, huge fan of either. There's they something of Thor. There's, no, I there's do... something very flat and Mercedes uh, GT. I love this AMG. car. It's okay. I'll forgive them of everything. <laughs> I love it. But no, it's fantastic. Like the styling is great. I mock the whale mouth, but I think it's fantastic. Borrowed so much from the, uh, what's the sport utility? The Well, it was, it used to be XC70. Now it's XC90. XC90. Yeah. Again, this gorgeous been, new. Yeah. Similar, that, that grill, the whole shape of that's wonderful. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. It's, it's nice to see a mark going at least having a somewhat original point of view on styling. Right. Um, I'm sure the power plant's great. It's very, like, I'm sure it's great. The price point on these must be going up. They seem to just be laden these, like Volvo seems to be investing a ton in material design. Yeah, I think, I think so too. And there really isn't much that alludes to what the price is going to be. I think this is still new enough. Um, I believe, um, yeah, Geneva. I mean, Geneva's coming up um, the first week of March. Of the course, motor show there, and so I think we'll, we'll there'll be a lot more information that comes out. I mean, all these manufacturers end up leaking this information before Geneva, anyways. Um, it's like, like Super Bowl ads. I was, yeah, I was going to say exactly the same thing. Great. It's nice to see Volvo. Like, nice to see a non-German brand being in this, charging ahead a little bit. So Mercedes and BMW are. Again, they look good, but they're a tad boring. Right. And oh, it's too bad. This um, all the, all the page that I had doesn't have the shots of the interior, but mm. any of the shots that I saw of the interior were just... Kind of like amazing. the, um, again, the sport utility, just like it's right. beautiful That's, inside. I think I pulled that oh, up yeah. here as well. I saw one of these. Um, so this is the XC90. Uh, I saw one of these just yesterday in white. It looks... It just it looks extremely luxurious. Yeah, it it really does. Yeah, huh. which is one that, again. I guess luxury. Um, Volvo certainly has is is a luxury mark, but like look at, um, God, it's beautiful. I mean, the, even just the design of the seats. I mean, I mean, we all know that the Swedes know how to design, but I Volvo mean, always felt slightly more accessible. This is starting to feel even more luxury than it feels like Volvo has. It's beautiful, but it's just, it's almost, Volvo still felt like something you could buy sport utility and beat it around a little bit, even though they were always been expensive, but the new one is, yeah, they're pushing. Uh, yeah, they really... Because in white, it looks particularly resplendent. <laughs> they, they, there was a good period of time, you know, I, th I would argue that maybe the last seven, eight years, maybe even more than that, that they just weren't doing anything interesting. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, and I can't remember what it is—the little coupe. Um, oh yeah, the Twee the thing. C, uh, was it the C sixty? I think. Um, uh, hang on here. I think I had it up. Anyways, this. What is this one again? It doesn't matter. Anyways, they're a little coupe. I was yeah. just never a big fan of. Um, even like you know the the wagons. I just I. This thing's I could gorgeous. Get, get behind, but well, yeah, what they've done with the XC90, um, they're obviously trying to get into the luxury segment um, even more so. But there's so much, yeah, oh, that's gorgeous. All the details of the interior um, are just stunning. <laughs> and they kept that classic silhouette of the rear 
tail light structure. Me, the, the, yeah, tail light structure. Yeah. Um, it's um, undeniably Volvo. Yeah, it's great. Hmm. Anyways, good for them. I, I think that this is going to do tremendously well. Uh, this is the U.S. site, but saying starting from about sixty-one-three. Realistically, in Canada, like when you properly trim one out, you're gonna. I bet you're, you're ninety thousand dollars. Oh, it'll be know? yeah. A, a, a properly trimmed will be, I'm sure, over a hundred. That's that that I think is the the most interesting part of of this vehicle now too, and the, for the Volvo brand. Geneva Motor Show. I that was something I wanted to talk about, but I, I it's not. I don't know a tremendous amount about it, but um, it's a show that I'd love to go to. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a great excuse to go to Switzerland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I think what we're going to do is move into um, the next part of the of the, 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 the show or the episode, which is um, just to explain kind of the concept of it. I really find it interesting to constantly search for vehicles. I love seeing what's out there. Uh, and what I want to do is have guests on that are able to um, kind of enjoy that as well. And it's a bit of a lightning round where Josh and I are going to take um, 15 minutes um, off air to be able to use uh, both Auto Trader and Kijiji, essentially anything at our fingertips. You could find a car on Craigslist if you wanted, um, where we have a, um, a $15,000 budget um, and 15 minutes to find. Uh, our top five vehicles. And uh, I think some weeks it'll be interesting. Some weeks it'll probably be pretty boring. Uh, I think it'll be repetitive uh, to a certain extent uh, based on what stays in the market and what our tastes uh, are in the first place. But um, so we're going to take a break quickly and uh, we'll get back to it uh, with our findings. Uh, we'll do a little, you know, we'll explain kind of what it was that we found and why we find them interesting. Um, and um, yeah, hope you enjoy. So uh, we'll take a break. Okay, we got one minute left. I guess I gotta make the call. I. Eh. It's all right. We can we can bend the rules this time on no, how, no, no. on how many we on how no, many. No, I'm get. doing. I'm sticking with it because I'm killing this one. I love my garage. Oh, right you mean now. it was it was over. I had four. I had four. Oh, that's okay. No, no, no. We're doing sticking to three. We can't. You gotta really? keep. Yeah, that's what you said. We're doing. Uh, you have to pick three. Okay. All right. Okay. Otherwise, if we just have a list of cars, it's too, you need rules. It should You're even right. be less. Three is a lot for every time. I think it should be like one right. or two, and then you talk. But it's just what we'll try with three. You're right. But if you start having like four, or oh, I find six, and it's just like then <laughs> you're just literally we searching can, on the trader and talking forever. about what you find. And it's like, <laughs> that could be a show unto itself. Just yeah. like, welcome to auto trader chat yeah. where we spend yeah. two and a half hours searching yeah, talking about the internet all the shit we found exactly okay. okay all right let's do this record this shit man oh oh jeez, trev there we go back in action um no more feedback yeah um all right well we've taken a nice little break and we are back with our picks now for uh, this little segment where we try to find, uh, we said we, we agreed on three cars, mm -hmm. three cars three on, uh, yeah, three, three cars on any site, uh, it, oh, sorry, on, you can use any tool you want, AutoTrader, yeah. Kijiji, Craigslist, whatever, whatever, you could, eBay Motors, I think is another one you could yeah. use. Um. They have to be under fifteen thousand dollars, and they have yeah. to be in Canada. So those are really, really the only criteria right now. 
I think we both found some very interesting things. I'm just going to start pulling mine up again because I have way more than three that I'm going to have to just evaluate here. Uh, not that one. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, there's too much cool stuff here. I'm going to have a really hard time narrowing this down. But uh, I'm going to go with my first... I'm going to go with my first pick out of this bunch, which I think is super impressive. I'm going to turn this around for you, Josh. Uh, okay. Uh, 1993 Toyota Ooh. MR2 Turbo uh, in white. Those look uh -huh. like pretty... Oh, my God. It's completely stock still. That's... Oh, uh, he's whatever. He's got some, you know, uh, gauges on the A pillar, and uh, looks like a boost gauge. Yeah, pretty tastefully mounted uh, on the dash, and um, what looks to be, yeah, he's got a you know digital output for some of his diagnostics here too. Um, black leather interior. Ooh. I'm not a fan of the wheels. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan cares? of the wheels either. But at this car, I think is it's that's fantastic. That's I pretty, love it. That's a pretty special car. Uh, and then he lists it, lists it as price negotiable, uh, engine less than a thousand kilometers, drives like new. That's mm. crazy because it's listed as having two hundred thirty thousand kilometers on the um, body, not on the engine. I guess came fully loaded. Uh, it's a Canadian version. Only 1,740 sold that year in North America. Um, Well-maintained. License come back. Must see. Hmm. Asking $15,000 with spare parts. Huh. Cool. Sweet. Uh, anyway, so that's my number one pick. There it is. Uh, one 1993 Toyota MR2 Turbo. God, like bone stock still. Okay, well, that was Auto Trader, so I'm going to start on Auto Trader, even though my next two picks are from elsewhere. So, for my first, it is a 1998 Jaguar Vandenpla, oh. which is a V8 uh, rear wheel drive. Let's see it. Low kilometers, only 28,000 kilometers. This what? is luxury. 28,000? I've driven a similar car, not this exact one. Right. It's just, it's a, it's it beautiful. feels great to drive. It's a V8 rear wheel drive. It wasn't a Ford yet. It's certainly not. It, it, like, ooh. Yeah, I choose mine largely. But I, mm -hmm. Again, mm -hmm. just super comfortable, great car to drive. What color is it? It's like foresty green. Oh, but course. I just, I really like this profile of this body. But in this, in this, around this time when the front and back are really nicely weighted on this car, I, oh, thank you. Yeah. I just think it's really attractive. I really like Jaguars from this time. I don't mm -hmm. like the interiors. I don't like the steering wheels. But I do, I like how the interior feels. Yeah. And I really, it's just fun. They're fun to drive. Super comfortable. Wow. It goes really fast, even though you don't feel like you should be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love the side yeah, profile, were, especially on exaggerated a... wheels. Like if you put big wheels on these, I think they look really sharp. Um. Yeah, it sounds like it's in fantastic condition. Two owners. Yeah. Oh, wow. Anyways, sounds like That's, a fantastic car. I think it would be great I, to drive. I think it's important to note the um, when you look at a lot of this information with some of these sellers, um, that just over the course of me, uh, I guess, doing this a lot, was 
seeing how these are written and you can really quickly weed out people who know nothing about the car or are being really vague intentionally to just try to I don't know, deceive you or or add more value to the car or just play dumb half the time mm. uh w- when you see it you know something written like like this i hate when people write in all caps yeah. it's not that important nor no. does it make it easier for me to read i can't but, stand <laughs> uh they clearly know a lot about the vehicle and they understand what it's value is um and you can see that really quickly i think in the way somebody writes these but really nice anyways like that's it. nerdy Great. um but okay oh you can see my other ones that's no no I, did, I, didn't look, look. I didn't i didn't see any of those ones oh, oh. Um, okay, okay so, so i'm gonna go to my i'm gonna go to my next one okay okay sounds incredible <laughs> okay sorry we're back again um had a little problem with um the feedback on uh mike um uh, okay, okay now we're actually back we Hello. really were getting feedback um that Tactical was pretty funny um growing pains growing car pains three. on the bucket seat uh car number three that's right okay so this isn't it I'm, oh. I, this isn't the one i'm going to show you um i want to make sure that i pick the right one um right we are only picking three and i think after oh this might be it here no that's not it (laughs) i thought that was gonna be it um oh now i'm not so confident in this uh in this setup um no okay you know what here it is um this is the one that you were looking at before but oh um, i didn't see it i just saw a bit of headlight glow what uh, is it 2003 bmw m3 great great choice this is probably the winning car 15 do you have a better one than this up your sleeve no uh no i don't think so it's 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 great it's um yeah okay so it's a black black car it looks to be in really good condition but again just back to what i was saying about how that um, last post was written this one it's equally as important that the way that this has been written to help Sadly. kind of let you understand what it is. Hundred sixty thousand kilometers. Um, you know, this guy's clearly upset about letting go of his car. And I find a lot of people when they really care about it, you can actually see that and it mm-hmm. comes through. Um, second owner, full service records, no accidents. He runs Michelin Pilot Super Sports. That's you know, clear sign. <laughs> obviously got great taste great, yeah. uh all original never modified nothing upgraded nothing cosmetic it's completely stock so i think for a lot of people you there's know. a lot of value in what it is just as a 2003 m3 but at the same point there's a lot of people that would take it and just love the fact that it's just ripe for every possible modification that you could make to it so I think that this one hard was, to beat. Yeah, that, hard that, to beat. That's a big one. Hard to beat. Great choice. I went a totally yeah. different direction. Okay, that's okay. I love how it's I, again. I like how this is written. We have to. Nice. Yeah. You know. This is this. This one. Yeah. That's a great. That's I've, a gem. And I found that one right after the MR2 two. MR2 uh, Turbo. I went. Whoa. Ni- 1973 GMC oh, Stepside shit. pickup. Just because I do, I really like older pickups. It's a wood box. Mm. Uh, Rear wheel drive again, uh, fun eight cylinder engine, uh, California nice car. It. it looks like it's been properly. Yeah, it's just it looks like a resto mod. Like truck. come on, look at it. Just looks great. Like how it just be so wow. fun to drive. Bench seat. Wow, that's really nicely done. Re- original, just with like 
Oh, except for what the fuck does he have on the steering wheel? It's just a wheel? wrap. It's just a wrap. Oh, the, that's I know. terrible. I know. Everything I don't, else is so well but like, done look in that at this. car. Nah, All I'll that is him. is a stupid rubber thing you yeah. roll over it. Yeah. I'll forgive that. <laughs> I'll but like, come on. Too. I would even change the wheels. That nice probably. find. Nice but find. Come on, look at those nice square. I love it. Yeah, super square, huge fender flares on yeah. it. And all just like, again, straight up 1973 truck. Again, I'd probably go back to an older wheel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I'm liking, I'm, I'm really enjoying smaller wheels with bigger rubber now. It does look like, it does look like he's done a, some sort of upgrade on his brakes too, though. I think he's I, got a lot. Yeah, he's got. True, you probably couldn't put old wheels on that anymore, could you? Yeah, no. It, well, you know, you'd have to get something that would just clear the that 354, caliper. Uh, four valve powertrain was professionally built with the original California emissions intact. But yeah, great car, fully restored, new paint. Well, fourteen nine ninety nine, right in there. Okay. Okay, it's my last What's one. Next, then? Jeff. Yeah. Ooh. My favorite's the last one. It is. Yeah, I okay. saved it to last. I thought. Well, and it's not even. Be- Anyways, whatever. It's not my turn yet. Finish. Uh, You're supposed to have picked, Trevor. We- I know, I know. It's just, it's tough to. You had 15. We each had 15 minutes. Now you're using showtime i think i think i've I, okay i've i've made it made Sorry, my decision. i'm pressuring you but i'm, I'm pressuring you only because like you, <laughs> yeah, you no, were the one the who set the rules of the game these are, these so. are the rules i just i i picked from too large of a field i see that's always uh, always a challenge show me okay so this is uh this is what i pick uh 92 92 oh yes five liter you mustang may, yeah I actually um, think I might take this over the previous car. Right, and then it's the coupe. Um, it's, I. It's a perfect car to build yeah. from, and I think it has become increasingly popular. Well, fair. Um, this whole project, late. yeah, and, for sure. Oh, but it's just a it's great, great power plant. Um, Look at and that. Come on. Yeah. That is that is a dash. Super well kept. Great. It's a great Love car. Love it. Um, Fox and body. you very, very rarely ever see these come up. Um, there's no way that it only has 35,000 This car is kilometers. a time capsule? No. What's the, what's the asking? 15,000? Trevor, you might have to call about this one. <laughs> I know. It's 15,000 straight on in Laval. 5 liter LX from 92. Beautiful. Red, well, red with black interior, too. Well like, done. And it really is. It all looks completely stock. My last car is red as well. This comes dramatically and under budget. It's a front-wheel drive. I don't even care because no, it's, uh, uh, it's an Alfa Romeo um, 1992. It's not even a meaningful car in this really. Anyway, no, it's a uh, 164S. It's just a sedan. Um, oh. Yeah, honestly, oh, yeah. just because. No, okay, no, I'll that's show a, you. That's a pretty special car. It I is. Wish, I wish I had something. Honestly, really... it's for the engine, really, just for fun. Plus, wow. you take the rest of the money. I didn't spend the nine thousand dollars. I didn't spend on everything else and put it into the car. Right. Um, it looks like a really well kept engine bay. And that's why, honestly, I just think Beautiful. it was a family it's car good. that was kept well, and it's <gasps> very yeah. little money. And Josh, rip I it. think that there's something special. There, there is actually something pretty special about this. that car. You had to do some research on that one um, to understand it. That engine bay was amazing. I mean, it's a six. Um, wow. Anyways, I think I'd have this one of all three yeah. of mine. It's for the least amount of money. Okay, what, what was his writing on this? Um, he's got factory Recaro seats. Uh, stainless 
exhaust, classic wood grain interior, Michelin tires, much, much more. <laughs> I hate those vague, much, much more. Offerings. Uh, oh, he's in Woodbridge. Okay. That's what I'm saying. We could just pop right. up and grab it. All right. Yeah. We could go up and get that one. I'd actually like to know more about that. Um, we should call. Well, just the car in general, though, because I think that that's a, yeah, I think that's a pretty special car. It's beautiful. Okay. Nice. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. High five. That was great that one. Was, we'll do this again. I like this pretty one. good. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, I do want to just for consolation just uh, show you show how good you're going to show me how good at this you are for a second <laughs> we looked at the BMW um, I also found oh yes I also found a 99 uh, Camaro uh, they were I hated this era honestly yeah. you'd have to pay me to drive this car I'm sorry I don't even oh. care if it's a good engine yeah no I agree no, I hate it Oh my! Everything. Oh. oh, we're looking at the uh, HVAC uh, and the HVAC and the uh, radio, like stereo controls uh, on this right now. Uh, come on, and it's, it's disgusting. Just, it's a. It is. They are. It's yeah. incredible to think what they would have charged for this. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Uh, we looked at. Oh, this was also another in nice Brampton. one in Brampton, 1966 Ford Mustang. Oh, that's nice. It's that's beautiful. Nice. It's really beautiful. You made the right choice with the newer one, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is that's such a classic car. That's There's awesome. so many of them. It's been beautifully restored. I should send that to my dad. Like, oh yeah, come on. The way that awesome. the guy has clearly um, that's awesome. restored it. Oh wow, side sills are perfect. What the hell do you do in the truck? Put some everything's paper in it. oh. Weird, that's, that's weird, weird, weird. Um, oh, God, even the chrome is beautiful. I like right? it. I nice. like it. I like it for the money too. Huh? It kind of looks like he has done some sort of modernized head unit in it too. But wow, no, this is actually as I go through the photos, a lot more. That rug looks beautiful. original for fifteen grand. Oh, I Jesus! Can. I actually like the color too. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, yeah, hard top. Um, Three-speed, six-cylinder. Two vehicles could win a local regional show. They can be former number one vehicles. Oh, this guy's got like a chip on his shoulder from <laughs> from from losing with this car. I think. Um, no smoke. No unusual noises will emanate from the engine. The vehicle will drive as a new vehicle of its how a new vehicle of its era would. This the one-word description for number two vehicles. Is excellent. <laughs> He's like speaking in code. It's ridiculous. Um, anyways, I guess uh, without um, further ado, the uh, another recurring part of uh, our show is going to be knowing all about how your uh, wagon, yeah, is doing. Um, and I believe since we last did this, uh, a lot's gone on. And I'm very interested to know what exactly has gone on. And while you're starting into this, I'm going to pour us a little bit more of that. Scott. Yeah, I'll have another little taste. Okay. Um, yeah, it has been ongoing. So since I got the car just over a year ago, um, it's had a coolant leak. Um, I know this because it had a coolant jug in the back, which is always a good sign to begin with, and because it was leaking coolant. Anyways, so pressure tested it a few times, and never discovered a leak, um, but recently had the car at another shop, my local shop where I've always taken my car, not the BMW shop that I was taking it to, um, and they said the rad itself was showing some signs of leaking that I should replace it. They struggled to get the right rad, which I'm still, the whole 
anyways, that's a Nissan's is what they ended up putting in. It's a slightly different product number than for a North American E30, but they said they couldn't get that one to the fit, so it's a different spec number that they ordered. So it's a very small rad. Anyways, hmm. that aside, the rad replaced, still going through coolant. Okay. And seeming to build a lot of pressure. Both signs of a gasket issue. Right. So mention I think I mentioned that. You too. did, yeah, I remember. I that. started to see signs of a gasket issue. This car's a tank, drove it to Guelph uh-huh. and back when I could see visually where it was coming out. Um probably shouldn't have done that. Um, but I think I drove this car for a while. And anyways, turns out they took it apart, took the head out, inspected it, there was scarring on it, it was wound like it had it had clearly overheated before scarring in it so it was leaking out the gaskets but the head itself was damaged so the concern was do we have to replace it obviously i'd like to keep the original head just for no other reason than it's the original Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um sent it to the shop it um there's a few different types of welding to fix a head depending on the types of issues with it so i'm not sure exactly what they had to do with it at that point um but yeah had to so essentially try and cure the head that took a few days, got the head back, had it put back in the car, reassembled, um, and have the car back. I've been driving it for some time now. I still wonder if there might be, I'm just, it's been a while of having it. Anyways, start with the positive, way more power, way more power, like noticeable change, noticeable change in engine performance, notable, noticeable change in engine sound. There's a story. It's a if I've, I've for those who've never haven't listened before. It's a 1988 BMW Touring um, 325i. Uh, so it's the E30. Mm. It um the engine's known to have a little bit of a sewing machinist sound. Um, since having this done, like after the engine's warmed up, it has such that classic distinctive sound. Runs fantastic. Exhaust note sounds great, which it always has. It sounds great on that car. Yeah, it really um, does. Yeah. So much more power. Feels so <laughs> much more solid. It's just it's been such a treat to drive. I still am concerned there might be. I'm still concerned there's something with the head because I'm worried that there might still be some coolant leaking into the head. Really, even after all this. Well, I've too. noticed there might be a drop of fluid. I don't know. It could be old. Like again, it could be some old fluid that's pooled that's leaking. But I feel like every now and again I see just a little bit of fluid of that coolant oil mix. So. I'm going to keep observing it and take it in. It's Again, it's driving. It's so great to drive right now. So you said you said more power. Oh, I mean, for sure. Like, There's definitely power because if the head is split or cracked or has some issues, like clearly like you're losing power, obviously, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Plus, plus the gaskets were also going or gone in different in two or three different places. So you're losing power there everywhere. So fixing all of that. I mean, responsiveness, everything's oh, got to just be such so a different... Nice. It's so, I oh, mean, responsiveness, of, oh, for sure. For when you when you got it, I mean, like, how dramatic of a change are we looking at? I mean, I don't... Oh, I mean, to the point, Natasha, like, first time after driving, it was like, wow, like, <laughs> it's so much... Oh, noticeable, like, going around corners on the gas, like, you can... so easy to get the back end loose. Awesome. Um, took it through a few underpasses in sport, just took it and wailed on it. It just roars. The engine sounds so much better. It sounds great. I, it's really... It sounds great. Consistency of power. I think I was getting. I, I think it was. Da- I'm concerned that it's da- it was quite damaged and we've repaired. I'm not. I'm. I'm. Again, this is just because of my own personal. I'm emotional. Very. This car is so great to drive. Every as soon as we got it back, Tash and I talked about how great it is to have this car. Right. It's so awesome <laughs> to drive. Awesome. Yes. It's such amazing ownership experience. It's so great. It has had challenges. Um. Obviously, being an old car and not 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 
knowing its history totally, knowing parts of it having some surface history. But anyways, it's clearly overheated at, po at some point. It is driving great now. I'm just concerned that it might still be building a little bit of pressure. So I'm just going to keep my eye on it. But from when I, plus it was like that little fuel leak fix that fixed a f just a few sort of like things with it. So the car just feels really solid right now. It's sounding great. It starts, it's interesting. Even the starting sound, the tr engine's firing sound sounds different. Um, it's just, it's been a real, real, real pleasure to have since we've had it done. Um, but also changing the red, rebuilding the head, mm -hmm. new gaskets. Mm -hmm. It's not a small, <laughs> like we've, I spent done quite a bit to the car recently. Yeah, there's been some. Yeah, you've invested a lot into that yeah. time and money. Time and money. It is time. It's time because it's not again. Even just the rad issue that they couldn't get these other rads to fit. You're gonna have to come over and take a look at it because it fits like where you. Anyways, I just want you to come take a look at it. Mm -hmm. um, there's gotta. There's gotta be, just a, I mean a, a ton of. Uh, a, of research and information out there about what rad has got to what's work good yes yeah. it's so anyway it's sound not that i'm not that you haven't done your your no no your i just i they took care of again they took i looked at a few we looked at a few different they said they had some issues installing um they ordered this one um they ordered this one from germany actually from a distributor right. there yeah, you saying that um the gaskets, no problem. Again, the gaskets were no problem to source, but they did have a bit of trouble with the rad, even from when we were looking at things. Again, it's interesting to note it is, it's the M20 engine, but it's the Euro spec. So the, I don't know if there are some slightly different, like, again, it could be some slightly different characteristics in there. I'm not sure. That's a good point. Um, there are some things that are like, again, the head, no problem. Gaskets, they got in the same day, not an issue. The rad was a different, um, was a slightly different case. So interesting. We're going to, it's been, hey, this car has been, it's, it's fantastic to rip. It just rips right now. I just like spinning, like just ripping the rear end all over the place all the time. Like every intersection, like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. And it just like, and it just roars when you give it the beans. Yeah, we do have to go for a ride this yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah, we should go this weekend. I like that. Oh my god! You know, there's, <laughs> I, I'm. I just filled it up with '94, so I'm. I'm really feeling the. I guess remorse from when. When I had my 240. Yeah. And when I remember how special of a car that was, just. Just because of what it was and who had owned it, and I bought it from the yeah. second owner ever, and the woman. Had had it took care of it so well it was such a specimen that i just didn't appreciate at the time but having a car that required work fairly consistently was something that i enjoyed doing so much no i mean i don't know that i want the time investment of it right now to work on it myself but being able to have good yeah. people you trust that you can take your car like yours to have it worked on on a regular basis it's so nice and that they're so close too. That's this is where so this is where the relation these i've gone to these guys for years they've they're super honest they charge super honest rates. They let me know what's working, what's not. They're literally about a block away. So it just makes it so convenient. It's so great. And they've been so awesome that... Um, right. And that's, it, is that Autosonic? Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are good. They've been great. And so they source parts. They don't mess around. They don't bullshit. You can take... You, I can bring parts to them that I've ordered and they'll put them in. Right. They don't... Yeah, yeah, no problem. And they charge no, great rates for that too. They don't... They've just been really solid to deal with all along, and um, yeah. they they store my tie, they store my wheels, my other wheels for me. Like they're great. It's perfect. I couldn't. I can't speak. I can't speak highly enough of them. Right. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I've only had really good experience with those guys, too. They were really nice, and it was easy to deal with them, and they were honest about everything they did. I just needed to have the car um, safety and certified, which was pretty quick and simple, yeah. but they could have definitely uh, made it more difficult and more costly for me. Oh, I, that it's just so... That, you get it back, and Tash and I talked about it multiple times. Like, it's like she... Tash said uh, it's, like, it's like having another family member. It is, like... It is a commitment having an older car. Like it's not you. Nothing ever just always. Like it's twenty nine years old. It's not. Yeah, it um it, it, has, it has its quirks with age. Right. So, it's uh yeah it certainly does. And yet you really begin to understand when they talk about build quality of at BMW during that time when like switches work door light like it's pretty it is pretty incredible how everything does just work even on a car that maybe has slightly more damage underneath than one would have <laughs> initially known um you fix that stuff and because yeah. it's it's yeah. it can so yeah it's going to continue to need things done there's going to be body stuff need to be done at some point probably have to keep doing more stuff in the engine exhaust things at some point but fuck it's so awesome to drive <laughs> it's so awesome to drive i just it's i just you look forward to getting into it every time. I love hearing that. It, there's too much. There's too much uh, that exists right now um, that put cars into the same category as appliances for yeah. people. And I think it's a shame. Um, there's clearly, you know, we love cars, but um, the more people I think that can appreciate vehicles on that level, um, appreciate far more than just the the mechanical being of a vehicle like that too there's yeah. there's so much more about transportation in general just like the fundamental idea of it that we appreciate more and we have something that we i guess understand uh its complexity and um and just how powerful of a machine it is in general um it's um it's amazing and it's just one of the reasons why i want to do a show like this yeah um Talk about a life with you taught you long time ago. Talked about to me before I started this adventure of looking for a different. We a few years ago talking about getting a different car and like, it's it's a whole it's a journey. It's a whole relationship. It's something meaningful. And if there if things like that happen, we have somewhat of a similar background in that regard of cars have meaning to us. And mm-hmm. when you ha- when you have a car like that, that, you have a relationship with and you've invested in and like it's you've been concerned about it at times. <laughs> And then you just like wake up on the weekend and like the whole family's excited to go for a trip because there's something distinct and interesting and unique about your experience of the world because of that car, the smells, the everything, just what it is and where it's been. It's like it's a it, 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 yeah, you really get this visceral experience, um, especially in a vehicle that you can feel the road and you can smell how the oh, car is operating that and you can understand the, its health just by. By sitting in it and knowing what vibrations are telling you. You lift the hood and pull the cable and you can rev the engine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, The last time I did that was under my old snowmobile. Yeah. And you know what? I used to do that on an old 1938 Ford tractor uh, Hmm. on the farm that I worked on. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. My car and my relationship right now, I think on the contrary to yours, is... A bit of an abusive relationship, uh, yeah. one of you know really built on neglect, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I feel terrible about it all the time, and it gives me a um, it gives me nightmares because I have really I've really neglected my car over the last while. I do have to admit I changed the 
change my own oil. It's something I've always been able to do, and uh, I feel like everyone should probably understand how to do it on their car if they had to. The uh, the downside to parking uh, downtown, living downtown with my car is that other people don't care about it. They've opened their doors into it. My front quarter panel actually has about a, uh, uh, I can say like a three inch diameter space on it that's both dented, stripped of paint, and is now <laughs> fully rusted. <laughs> and I haven't even uh, popped that dent out yet, but um, there are still big plans for that car. I'm 